the Life in High Gear podcast. I'm Kristen Kenny, your host and coach. Welcome to episode 32 of the Life in High Gear podcast. I'm Kristen, and I want to talk to those of you who are sad, confused, really, really, really upset angry, miserable. And if you're not angry, miserable, sad, upset right now, maybe you have been in the past and for sure you will be in the future. It's just part of life, right? Here's the thing. The feelings that you feel, you are totally entitled to feel your feelings. And that's what we're talking about. I want you to feel what you're feeling right now. Put a hand on your belly and take a big exhale. Notice I didn't say let go. Follow the next breath. Feel what you're feeling right now. I'm going to throw out a couple of words for you. Joyful, annoyed, irritated, restless, furious, irate, Hostile, serene, content. How do you feel right now? Because here's the deal. I hate to break it to you, but I'm doing you a service by telling you this. And the person who explained this to me did a great service to me as well. You have been dealt in all likelihood a really rough set of cards. You have. Most of us have. I sure as hell know I have. I have been dealt so many blows, especially recently, that I would not wish on your worst enemy. However, what happens to us is out of our control, but how we respond is completely within our control. So that's why I'm asking you right now to feel your feelings. You can even put a hand on your belly is a great place. Roll the heads of your shoulders back and drop them down and sort of soften through your jaw and feel, especially in your face where you're holding tension. And you might be angry. You might be resentful. You might be happy. You might feel irritated. You might feel restless. But however you feel, own that right now. A lot of our sadness we think comes from outside sources. And that's what I meant when I said, I hate to break it to you. Outside sources are not our responsibility. Much of what I teach as a coach is how you take responsibility for yourself and keep the focus on you. Keeping the focus on you is something you have agency over. And when you make other people, other situations responsible for how you're feeling right now, and how you might feel later, you take away your agency. In fact, you make yourself a victim by assigning blame to an outside source. So just take that in. Take a breath with me. And rather than letting go of how you feel, feel what you're feeling right now. In the show notes for this episode, there will also be a feelings wheel. So you can look at what am I feeling? Like in color, what am I feeling? And know that it's temporary. Feelings are not facts. 
Feelings are temporary and those will pass, even the high ones. So it's a matter of when these outside things happen to us, when life happens to us, it's how do we respond versus how do we react? Feelings are okay, but they're not facts. And feeling them is really, really important. So rather than drink, eat, numb out with substances, with TV, with the latest Netflix series, whatever it is, numbing out, I encourage you to feel your feelings. Now, I'm going to read to you for a few moments from this beautiful book of writing by the author Young Pueblo. And this book is called Inward. Much of my confusion and sadness came from being disconnected with myself. And the greatest journey I have taken so far is the one where I ended the alienation between me and all that I am. The one where I connected my light and my darkness, where I united what I wanted to know with what I did not want to face. Only through this union and truthfulness did I begin to feel at home with my own being. So let's break that down a little bit. So what's being written about is the division between the I so you, the I, and then the story of I am. So there's a difference between the I that doesn't live in the ups and downs of feelings, but the story of I am and fill in the blank. I am a nurse. I am a healer. I am a teacher. I am angry. I am this. It's an identification with brings about pain. So what we're doing is we're feeling our feelings today and going back as we breathe together and be present with each other. We're experiencing the I when the story of I am goes away. So now as you're breathing, tune into your breath. Go back to this space here around your jaw. Maybe do this. Open and shut your jaw a few times. You can even put a finger on either side and you'll feel where your jaw opens. That's a place where a lot of people store anger and painful feelings. So just do that. Feel your jaw and just let that relax. And knowing that you're not your feelings, knowing that you're you without an identification when the personal and the professional situation goes away, what's left? So when you were brought into this world, you were, before you even were brought into this world, you were an unmanifested being, and then you came to manifest. So you are a soul in a body, and you are you. You are not a product of these outside situations. I had someone used to, who used to say to me, 
different things. Like he would say, well, you do a lot of physical practices that really defines you. And it was somebody who, who I just met in passing and uh, he only knew me very slightly and I didn't correct him, but so many people want to be able to put us in a box and to package you into that box and then tie it up with a bow and put you off on a shelf and maybe take you down and a story that they made up about you, take you down off the shelf, maybe look at you, play with you for a little while, enjoy your story, and then tie it back up and put you back. But that is so inauthentic. That is so unfair to your beautiful soul. And that, that, that idea of people, places, things, doing that to us, limiting our being isn't right, but all you're responsible for is you. So I'm always inviting you to take responsibility for how you respond to these outside people, places, things, situations. So I was reading this passage from the Bhagavad Gita. The Bhagavad Gita, if you're new to the Life in High Gear podcast, we read from this a good amount. And as I'm explaining this to you, feel free to get your hand back on your belly, feel your breath travel in and out of your lungs, loosen up the whole body, soften the jaw, soften the belly. The Bhagavad Gita, I'll link to it in the show notes. It is a really just a pamphlet. Uh, This book makes it look a lot bigger than it is. It's really just a pamphlet that comes from the very ancient Vedic writings known as the Mahabharata. And why should this matter to you? Well, it's a, the reason why this is so celebrated is because there's, it's, it's all truth. It's all truth. And you'll hear as I read it to you, how true and sound and rooted in your being it is. So please enjoy your breath as I read this to you. Those who know this truth, whose consciousness is unified, thinks always, I am not the doer, while seeing or hearing, touching or smelling or eating, moving about, sleeping, breathing or speaking, letting go, or holding on, even opening or closing the eyes. They understand that these are only the movements of the senses among sense objects. So, you are not the doer. You are you. You are not the doer. You are the being inside. I'm saying all of this, and I'll continue reading in a moment, but I'm saying all of this because I'm inviting you to not only feel your feelings, And not only to respond to outside people, places, things, rather than react. I'm inviting you to be responsible for your feelings, truly feel them. And guess what? Rather than hoist those feelings onto someone else and say, for example, you made me feel this way. Instead, 
do what most people don't do, which is to feel your feelings and be completely 500% responsible for them. This is how I feel. And in an act of intimacy, if you feel safe enough, you may share those feelings with another being. But their response is not your responsibility. So, for example, if you're feeling uncomfortable, if you're feeling betrayed, it doesn't necessarily mean that the other person, place, thing, situation betrayed you. That's not up for debate. So if you listen to episode 30 of the Life and Hype Gear podcast, it's either 30 or 31, we talk about the principle of jade, which is we don't justify, we don't argue, we don't defend, and we don't explain. We have our feelings and they are the way they are. We don't apologize or explain. So we use that jade acronym. Again, it's justify, argue, defend, explain. Your feelings are your own. They're not facts. They're not in reaction to. They're part of how you feel at this time. And that's okay. Sharing your feelings with another person is really something that I invite you to be judicious about because not everyone can listen and it is not another person's responsibility to respond the way that you see fit. It is your responsibility to decide when and where and how you want to share your feelings and then detach from the result with love. So what does that mean? Well, we just talked about in the Bhagavad Gita, the fact that you are this sacred being. You're not your feelings. You're not your professional situation. You're not your relationships. You're not a mother, father, a boss, a this, a that, a teacher. You're you. And you're here with your own unique gifts. And you're here for reasons that maybe you don't even understand. And that's okay. But detaching with love is something you can do with yourself. You can detach with love from your own feelings. So you can say, hmm, I'm feeling this way. I'm just gonna watch. I'm going to be aware that this is how I feel. And detach by being aware of your feelings. So how do you feel right now that we're some minutes into this episode that you've watched? How do you feel? Check in. You can write down your feelings. You can look at them. You can be aware of them. You detach with love not only from the way that you feel right now, but you detach with love from other people, places, things. You detach, not making those other things responsible for your feelings and how you operate, but you take responsibility for how you are. So... Let's go on. Those who renounce attachment in all their deeds live content. Okay, so I'll stop there. If you can detach, if you can move freely through the world and not be attached to an outcome, you're rich. You have everything you need. And your actions, your feelings are temporary. They ebb and flow. And you can come and go as you please. It's liberation to be able 
to just own your stuff and not be attached to any one outcome. You'll be content, it says here. Neither the sense of acting nor actions nor the connection of cause and effect comes from this world. These arise from nature. So, so you, from nature, you act, you do what you need to do. And that arises from your nature, but you watch very carefully and assume responsibility for all of your actions. But it says here that the cause and effect are not from this world. So you detach from that. Why would you, why would you do what I've heard other people call clinging to dust? It's like trying to hold on to some slippery, slippery thing, like a fish that's flailing around and sliding out of your hands where you're trying to hold on to it so badly, <laughs> right? It's ridiculous. So, so this is where we get a little deeper. Ignorance. So it's ignorant. I'll, I'll read in a moment, but it's ignorant to just flail around like the fish itself. It's ignorant to just, this is how I feel and you're responsible. And that is so, so, so blind. And so many people, in fact, most people behave that way, but you can be different because now you know a better way. You have tools now. So ignorance can be destroyed by knowledge of the self within. What do you think we're talking about here? The self within is what? The I, when the story of I am goes away. So tune into that. Let's take a breath together. <laughs> Flip this down. Let me close my eyes with you. Just roll the heads of your shoulders back again. Like expand the chest. And take this next breath. Take another breath and just let it be as it is. Notice the thoughts that come in. Watch them. Taking another breath, a third breath here. Maybe it's your fifth breath. Maybe it's your second breath. Let it be as it is. Feel the feelings that arise. Let them be as they are. Continue to be brave. Feel them as they are. Know that those feelings are temporary. The thoughts, let them drift in and out. And then let go. Let go of that breath. If your eyes were closed, mine were. Float your eyelids open. And just take in a little bit of the space that's around you. In these episodes, that we share together, what I usually do is I give you something that is really vital, that has helped me. And then I give to my private coaching clients to use as a tool. So I'm going to give you two. I'd like for you to sit quietly, look around. If you're in your car, wherever you are, Look around and notice two things that you can see. So I'm looking outside, I see trees, and I see the sky. Notice taste. So maybe you just chew a piece of gum, 
I don't know, maybe you just ate something delicious, maybe you can still sort of taste it. Maybe your mouth even feels stale, just notice what you taste, we're using that sense. We just talked about the senses, actually I didn't make that up, it came from the Gita, Bhagavad Gita. What do you taste, those senses, what do you see, what do you smell? What can you feel? What can you put a hand on? Do you feel your hips sitting somewhere? Do you feel your feet on the ground? What do you feel? So what are the senses? Hear, what do you hear? Smell, taste, sight, touch. Then notice that you're this being in this temporary body with temporary feelings temporary situations, even if you're married or in partnership, even if you've got the job of a lifetime, it's all temporary. And going back to, so that was a tool, that's a grounding tool. If you're feeling really out there, really, really messy and jittery, that grounding tool, just two things you can use with each sense. And we started out talking about great adversity and I almost always in every episode talk about adversity because it's a huge part of life and adversity is never going to end. I have people who say to me, yeah, Hey, you know, especially in a private coaching session. Yeah, that happened. And then all these wonderful things happened, but then this happened. Can you believe that? And I almost always say, yes, I can. Of course I can. It's how life is. So very often, once you have your professional life sorted, at least for five freaking seconds, your personal situation just kind of caves in and implodes, doesn't it? That's just how things go. So, yes, I can believe you have adversity And have I heard it all? Absolutely not. But adversity is a part of life and adversity welcomes us to stand up, push through with grace and dignity and strength, knowing that everything is temporary, all of it. And the way you respond versus react to either great adversity or some small adversity, like getting a ticket on your car or tripping as you walk down the street and everyone looks at you and hopefully you don't fall. But small adversity, big adversity, uh, life or death challenges, it's how you respond that's everything. So in the meantime, between these big uh, highs and lows of life, What usually happens is our mind is active. You have an active mind because it's there to help you. So you notice even when we do those short meditations that we do in these episodes, when you breathe, you go into your breath and you'll notice these like little thoughts come in and out. The second tool I'm going to give to you is this. When thoughts come in and you start to focus, listen carefully now, you start to focus or get obsessed by what's happening outside of you. So other people, other situations, places, things, you can't control any of that. When you start to obsess, oh, I'll give you an example. I should have told, should, we've talked about this in a previous episode. And if you haven't heard the should episode, go back. So it's, 
it's called something, uh, it's called, if you're saying this one word, you're ruining everything. And it's true. If you start saying the word should, you're in a lot of trouble with yourself. So when you find yourself obsessing, okay, I'm going to roll my sleeve up. This is just a tool. This is just a tool. Okay. A lot of my clients use this. They love it. So notice this is not some beautiful, special bracelet. This is a rubber band. And this tool was freely given to me by someone I know and hold very dear. When you find yourself obsessing about outside people, places, things, and trying to control, the second you notice that thought, you are going back to who you are. So that's awesome. So congratulations. But you notice you had that thought. Oh, I should have said this. I should do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get even. I'm going to get revenge. I'm going to throw a party for that person. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this positive thing because that's going to make me feel better. That's all BS. And the second you have those thoughts, you're going to take a rubber band, if you can get your hands on one, you're going to pull it way back. Okay, I'm doing this kind of in slow motion. I'm breaking this down slowly for you because this is a really important, wonderful tool. So let's say it's this juicy bit. I'm going to get revenge. Okay. Oh, I can't believe like that person did this to me. I'm going to get revenge and this is how, and it starts playing out. And before you know it, you have this whole scenario by which you're going to get revenge. Once the awareness kicks in and it will, you're going to pull this back and you're going to snap it really, really hard. Okay. <laughs> that, that hurt actually, <laughs> but I didn't notice I didn't have a reaction. That's my response. That hurt. It stings and it stings, but what that does is it pulls you, snaps you into wrapped awareness, wrapped vital presence, consciousness. And this moment, this present moment, as you hear my voice and perhaps see me, is the only moment that there ever is, is now. So we're not living in the future. We're not living in the past. We're coming into now and we're not taking our feelings and identifying with them and making ourselves a victim of outside circumstances. So we're just being here right now. So let's breathe. Watch. Sometimes someone's mind who's listening to this will say, someone's mind will say, well, this is stupid. We're not doing anything. It's really going on here. I want to learn more techniques. You don't need more techniques. All you need to do just go back to who you are. Focus on you. So taking away the story of I am and fill in the blank. I'd like to go back to the real you. What are things you enjoy? What are things that you feel happy and content doing? What are feelings of serenity to you when the situations are up here and the situations and places and things and people and relationships go to an all-time low or an all-time high? What brings you to that middle ground? What do you enjoy? Those are the things that you can take seriously. Those are the things that will bring you back to 
who you are, what you're about. And so then from there, you can take action. And then there's inaction, right? So this question has confused the greatest spiritual teachers. You know, you can free yourself from these attachments and then you can act just gently, wisely, with grace as you need to, being completely detached from the outcome. And thereby, you're practicing beautiful, radical self-love. So forcing ourselves, I'm reading again from Inward, from Young Pueblo, forcing ourselves to be happy is not genuine or useful. Being honest about what we feel, knowing it's temporary, (laughs) I edited that, while remaining calm and aware is the real work. I'm going to read that again. Being honest about what we feel, while remaining calm and aware is the real work. So acting on your feelings, going into the future, oh, I'm going to get revenge. You just pull this back or do your grounding exercise or sit or walk. Notice how you feel. Look at the feelings wheel that I provided for you. Tuck it in somewhere into a book. Put it on your phone. Pull it out of your photos and just look. How do I feel? Right? So right now, I feel serene. Right now, I feel capable and strong. Right now, I feel very still. And perhaps you might feel uncomfortable, furious, irate, but those are temporary things. With all of those tools, knowing that you can go back to who you are at any moment, at any time, let's take a breath together, sort of settle into your seat, take a beautiful exhale, and just let go. And then staying still, noticing the calm between all of the thoughts, all of the breaths, all of the noise of the mind. Just let the eyes flutter open. I want to thank you for being here with me. This podcast is supported by you. It's for you. And you can go to the link below to go to Life in High Gear, the Patreon site for Life in High Gear is patreon.com forward slash life in high gear and thank you for supporting that please rate review the podcast it helps people find this information you can do that on podcasts if you have apple Podcasts, that's really helpful and then also so importantly i want to meet you face to face i want to know all about you and walk with you and help you i want to help you be your best So you can go to the link that's here. You'll see a whole link tree. You can book 30 minutes with me. You can book a full hour with me. You can book weekly sessions. I cannot wait to meet you and hear all about what it is that you want and deserve. So until next time, take care.